So we're talking today about the 2019 MacBook Pro versus a refurbished 2015 MacBook Pro. graphic designer, chances are you have highly considered picking up a MacBook Pro for your design needs. It has been the go-to machine for the, probably the past decade. Recently though, if you've been on my channel, you know that I have some qualms with the MacBook Pro. There was quite a few years that I didn't make any substantial upgrades. And up until recently, I really didn't feel comfortable recommending it to graphic designers, especially if they were going to be dabbling in any motion design or video editing. I have been a Dell XPS user for the past handful of years now, and only recently was I able to get my hands on a brand new MacBook Pro, as well as a refurbished 2015 MacBook Pro. If you're curious about the exact models that I'm discussing in this video, you can check those links out in the description below. Those are affiliate links, and I will get a small commission, but at no extra cost to you. The first thing I wanna talk about is just the changes and updates throughout the years. So what we've seen is we've seen the MacBook Pros get thinner, we've seen ports get removed, and we've seen the keyboard get thinner as well. So with those things in mind, what are the benefits uh, as well as some of the cons to some of those upgrades? Well, first and foremost, as a graphic designer uh, and videographer and photographer, I have found that I love having ports accessible on the side of my computer. For instance, when I was running some of the tests in this video, I found that I couldn't easily run these tests without doing some workarounds, without getting a dongle, without loading things onto Google Drive so that I could then put it up and then download it to the MacBook Pro because it didn't have an easy port to just put an SD card in or put a USB drive in or plug in a screen. It all required dongles. And so to me, that's one of the big faux pas that the Mac has. It's not that it's completely wrong. Their design is based on slimming out the computer, uh, making it so their Thunderbolt accessories plug in. I understand that, but as far as I'm concerned, as far as efficiency and workflow, I like the older model. I like having the ports on the side of the computer. So from a usability standpoint, the 2015 MacBook Pro gets my stamp of approval over the latest and the greatest for ease of use and accessibility. Now, how weight is concerned, the new MacBook Pro is slightly thinner, not that much thinner, and actually not that much lighter, which is quite surprising. You're only gonna get about maybe a half a pound lighter going from the brand new MacBook Pro to the older MacBook Pro. So keep that in mind that you're not gonna get a substantial weight difference, though you will get a thinner computer. So slides into a backpack easier, so on and so forth. The screens are very similar. You have a very similar screen between the new MacBook Pro and the older MacBook Pro. That Retina screen is still fantastic. It has amazing color accuracy, over 100%. I don't know how they can qualify it as over 100%. Isn't 100% 100%? Anyway, it's over 100% color accuracy. So as a designer, no worries there. Uh, so it does have a fantastic screen on both models. The keyboard. This has been a huge debate amongst tech aficionados. The keyboard gets jammed, the keyboard gets dust in it. It's not the most intuitive design, um, but when you look at launching new technology, it's a risk you take. And so there's article after article, video after video, talking about how the keyboard gets dirty and dusty and jams, so on and so forth. And Apple's actually released full articles on how to properly care for your MacBook Pro keyboard. I never had to properly care for my MacBook Pro keyboard in the past, so why should I now? Just a thought. 
The old keyboard is very, very reliable. I have never had any issues with mine personally on my 2011 that I had for years and years and my 2015 model that I've recently picked up for my new role as a marketing manager. So there's some differences here. It depends on the risk you want to take. I really, really liked the keyboard on the brand new MacBook Pro 2019. It's super smooth. It's very easy to type on. Um, it's, it's a little louder because the keys are a little snappier, um, but it was super easy to get used to. Uh, and it actually was kind of sad going back to the higher raised keyboard. Um, but with the reliability, if you're someone who travels, if you're somebody who's on the go a lot, 2015 is going to be far more reliable for you than that 2019. I got to worry about cleaning it as much. Um, battery life. The battery life has improved on the newer models. Um, you're going to get about 12 hours of battery life, uh, maybe 10 if you're doing a lot of heavy graphic design work, maybe Eight if you're doing a lot of video editing work. Um, so you got to keep that in mind. The specs uh, for the machine that I reviewed, I'm going to put up on the screen so you can kind of see the model that I'm benchmarking as we step into the performance and talk more about that. Also something to be considered when you're picking up a renewed or refurbished machine is that that battery is going to be older. So you probably won't get as good of a charge out of that battery as you were uh, if you would purchase it brand new. Uh, so for instance, say the battery was good for maybe eight hours for the 2015 model. Well, now you may be getting four to five. It's an older battery, starts to wear out. So that's a risk you have to take when purchasing a refurbished model is the, you know, it might be a little used, it might be a little worn. Things might not run as fast as they used to. You're going to save $2,000 doing that, getting a three or four year old model. Um, so it's kind of one of the risks you have to take. Perhaps you can invest and pick up a new battery for 75 to hundred dollars. Some thoughts to qualify your decision between the two. All right, so let's jump straight into the performance. I don't want to keep you all too long here so you can kind of see, okay, what has Mac done? How have they really upped their game in the past few years? Well, on the 2019 model versus 2015 model, I want to do uh, an export in 4K and 1080p YouTube settings, and I'm going to do a Photoshop save as. It's kind of my popular um, benchmark, so I see how these computers perform for videographers and graphic designers. First thing I want to look at is taking a 4K uh, nine minute clip, putting it into Premiere Pro and exporting it out to 4K YouTube settings. The 2019 MacBook Pro does this uh, in five minutes and 39 seconds, a, a very, very substantially fast export. It's actually one of the fastest exports I've had on my channel. I was actually slightly upset uh, because I have given Mac such a hard time over the past year or two on their lack of performance with good reason because the 2015 model exporting 4K to 4K took 36 minutes. That is absolutely outrageous. Um, so as you see, the latest MacBook Pro is substantially faster than the old MacBook Pro 2015, which is why I give them such a hard time for so long because their specs were just so subpar. All right, now exporting that same clip uh, from 4K to 1080p YouTube settings took one minute and 50 seconds with the 2019 MacBook Pro. With the 2015 MacBook Pro, it took about five minutes. Substantially faster to export out to 1080p. I was quite surprised, um, but it's, so, I mean, if you're gonna get an older MacBook Pro and export out 1080p, the difference isn't that much. But it's when you're working with higher quality clips, you're gonna see those big differences. All right, now taking a raw photo file, boosting it up to a two gig file within Premiere Pro, 
uh, and then exporting it out or saving it out as a full quality JPEG took about 10 seconds in the 2019 MacBook Pro. And in the 2015 MacBook Pro, it took about 14 and a half to 15 seconds. So those are pretty close there. And so you see, if you're not gonna be doing a lot of video editing, then your big concern really isn't graphic design work. Um, your concern is video editing, so keep that in mind. So if you're a graphic designer who says, okay, hey, I'm gonna be getting into some animated ads, I'm gonna be getting into you know, some video editing, then you don't wanna go for an older model. Um, you wanna stick with the newer 2019 um, and to come models. Um, so just keep that in mind. Again, if you're curious about the exact prices of these models, you can head out in the description below, grab an affiliate link. I always appreciate when you guys use those links. It keeps my channel alive and helps me continue to produce this helpful content for you guys. Ask me any questions. I'd love to answer them comparing these two models. And uh, I'm super excited that you are with the channel today. I'm Benji Kaiser of BenjiKaiser.com and I'll see you here on the next episode.